0: everyone we're doing a star steer her like woo. we do woo. woo we're back and this week this week oh boy it's galactic lampoons rise and vacation this week on a star steer her bye
1: oh that's fucking brilliant i so thought of that earlier there's today the title. i had
0: to write it down cuz i was very proud of myself cuz this this week it's strap in we got 3 episodes to plow through because next week is the season finale series premiere the next one and speaking of plowing so three episodes, here we're going. And by the way, in case you forgot, this is episode, we said, said 328. it earlier. 328. 328! Woo! And as always, this is Aim. This is Caitlin.
1: This is Jake. I going to try to be funny, but I'm not. Fuck it. This is Chris.
0: I like how Jake is the, is the tired, lethargic one when I got a flu shot in my COVID back yeah. yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah? How are you feeling? Uh, achy. Yeah. But not terrible.
2: Yeah. Well, it's good that you're doing your part for the herd immunity. I'm I have sure. to go get mine at some point. I just like needles. Well, who doesn't? Right. Wait a minute.
0: So, the episode's this week. As we said, it's a rise in vacation kind of week. We're starting with Fallen Hero. After that, we'll discuss dessert. Nope. <laughs> Every time I want it to be Dessert Crossing, it's not. Damn it.
2: Well, it's, it's desert Crossing. But now that you mention it, I could go for some dessert. Mm. So if we're going to be discussing that later, that sounds good.
0: And then after that, two days and two nights, but one episode. <laughs> First, we're going to talk Fallen Hero. So, we're on our way to Riza because T'Pol has noticed <sighs> everyone's been taking a lot of cold showers lately. When, oh no, those pesky Vulcans need up to meet us to pick up Ambassador
2: Volar... From Mazar or Mazar, 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 I think. or was it, or was it Mazar? I, I prefer They're whichever Mazarites. one rhymes with her name because
1: it makes Mazar, it seem like a fun that little bit.
0: Uh, so we pull over, and the Mazarites want her the hell off planet. So off we go. And we learn that the ambassador is, like, kind of a hero of T'Pol's, at least as far as Vulcans can have heroes. So she's taking it, like, super personally that her hero says, like, she's guilty of abusing her power on Mazar, which doesn't sound logical at all. There's got to be something to this. When suddenly, oh god, more things. The Mazarans call back up. Call back up. And say, actually, can we have her back after all? Pretty pleased with phasers on top. Pew pew pew.
1: They call back up and say, back up,
0: back up, back that thing up. <laughs> and Archer's swinging his dick all over the place, saying, "Vilar, there's something you're not telling me, you bitch." And Topol's like, "Oh no, Vilar's like, I wrote Topol like a fool." Vilar is like, it's a need to know basis, level ten clearance, etc., etc." You can't tell I can't tell you. So Archer says. I'm turning the station wagon around right now, young l- old lady. <laughs> and the Mazarites will probably execute you. Sucks to be
2: you. Then there'll be no ice cream for anyone.
0: Oh, no dessert crossings next week. Son of a bitch. And this is when Valar finally confesses to Tapal that she uncovered some kind of corruption or terrorism or something on Mazar <laughs> that they're trying to cover up. And when, and oh boy, I love this hypocrisy, hypocrisy. Hip-hop. Hip-hop anonymous. Hip-hop anonymous. Hypocrisy. T'Pol says, Archer, I've never asked you for anything before. And he's like, sure you have, bitch. I just always do the opposite. But he actually does it this time. <laughs> and he stops bringing volar back to, to the assholes and starts heading back to the ship that they're rendezvousing with. The which, Chiron, Which really pisses off the assholes. <laughs> so we finally bring up that, hey, you know, this is a warp five capable ship. And we've apparently never bothered going Warp 5 before, so who's, we can't prove that that was actually right. Let's go to Warp 5 and learn that, oh boy, it's going to f- fall the fuck apart if we do this for too long. But the Mazars aren't doing too well either, but they kind of catch up and we stop and they board us. And boy, Archer gets this, this idea... Oh boy! Where he's like, oh, oh
2: terrible!
3: Oh boy! Wonderful oh, idea,
0: Velar. She was she was injured in that standoff, and you know I got to stall for time, like I love to do <laughs> in that awkward archer way I have. The son of a bitch!
1: I figured you didn't like that. No, and it's
0: like oh, she must be behind that door, <laughs> and they shoot the door without checking that there's a person in there. But then. The Sharan shows back up to the to the rendezvous and saves everybody from everything. But of course, as was obvious from the fucking get go, it was all a ruse and Velar's okay and no one dies ever, ever, ever. The end.
3: Fiend. Yeah. That
1: was, that was Data's mom. It was Data's I like mom. Her.
0: She was doing a funny accent in this, but. Well, she, yeah, yeah. Turn the Irish down.
1: What? I I don't think she really, like, had one at all when she was Data's mom, so. Oh, interesting. Like, I feel like I remember her... She just had, like,
0: an old lady voice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Maybe it's because she was trying to be, like, extra proper as the Vulcan, so some of her natural lilt...
0: But she's not a very proper Vulcan. She likes shaking hands.
1: Shaking hands. she, likes
0: sniffing Hoshi or something?
1: (laughs) Eating food. What I did like, too, was that like she'd clearly taught herself, but still wasn't great at it, because she would hold her hand at kind of a weird angle and it was a little stiff.
0: I've seen you humans do this thing. Yeah, I was so gonna that say was... she's
3: probably never gotten to. She's a she's a bit of a homophile, I think, because she did mention of... how she, when she found when when she did, learned about Earth being contacted, she was very fascinated by it. She just she, seems she seems like a very cosmopolitan Vulcan.
1: Yeah, well, I, I feel like to be a successful ambassador, you probably have to be. Mm. well depending on who you're ambassing with but like when we think about it we've seen the two major Vulcan ambassadors we've seen now are her and Sarek and Sarek is really a homophile Mm. (laughs) twice over
2: so literal sense yeah
1: so like I kind of wonder if just ultimately Vulcan ambassadors probably on the one hand are very revered but also it must be this weird position where like they're revered by their people because they use an important job, but their people also kind of keep them at arm's length because they wind up a little strange by Vulcan standards. Well,
2: yeah, because they, like, can't wait to hang out with other species and races and stuff.
1: Mm. I, I mean, I imagine the ones that succeed. Yeah. Like, mm. I'm sure there's a lot that go out there and then come back and are like, fuck
3: it! Gotta teach at the Science Academy or whatever. The Vulcan ambassador to Earth. It seems like a bit of Yeah, seems like a bit of a pill. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, his assignment, let's be
1: honest, is to try to keep the people of Earth in line and yeah, not he's, be friends with them. He's
2: babysitting. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. nobody likes babysitting.
1: Yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> it's like Muppet babies. Oh, if I could draw like him with wow. the socks and Archer as a weed Muppet boy,
3: that would be cute. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I found this episode a little boring. The yeah, like boring side.
0: Yeah, I kind of wished for something else? I don't know. Like, when... Um, so, the quote from the writer, Chris Black, he wanted to round out the Vulcans with one who is noble, self-sacrificing, and who, when confronted by Archer, tells him the truth because he deserves to know. And I was like, does he?
1: I mean, I know that Archer is frequently a bit knee-jerk in his reaction to the Vulcans, but I will say, I, I, I don't know about the whole Valara thing, but it was really shitty to not tell you, tell him, like, oh, P.S., you're gonna be a prisoner transfer like, because that has security implications, yeah. so maybe he should have been told up front what the deal was. A heads up
3: would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would have been nice. It's also not really clear to me why the Enterprise was sent to do this mission. They were
2: the closest Close, yeah. one, and they wanted it done now, now, now. Yeah, and because he, the Vulcans didn't, well actually I think they even say it in the show, like of course they sent his ship so that they could get shot at instead of one of the Vulcan vessels. Yeah,
3: but hey, it seems like the Vulcan vessels well, they go faster. are yeah, way it faster. That's true, damn it. So how much closer were they that the Vulcan ship couldn't have got there
0: plus we're on our way quickly. to Risa which is the furthest from earth that humans have ever been
3: yeah mm-hmm. I, yeah, you know I plus you know just just the whole security situation here mean, like maybe maybe that was the thing maybe Vulcan the Vulcans were like huh if we if we send her away on an earth ship the the rebels won't suspect well it's the government I thought it was like a a a, a, a another, f- a corrupt faction of the government. Wasn't yeah, but it sounds
1: like they're the majority of the government. No. Or at least they, they are in key positions, if nothing else. Mm. But yeah, you're right. Maybe it's like, okay, they'll know. We really are mad at her. We sent humans.
3: Or just, or no, they just won't know, like, it, if they were trying to keep it a secret that she was leaving... They would, they, you know, if a Vulcan ship showed up, they'd know right away. Oh, the she left on the Vulcan
2: ship. Well, I don't think they were trying to keep it a secret. Yeah,
0: because the Chancellor away. Magistrate. Magistrate. Yeah, it's to show her how dishonest she is. Mm. You yeah, could, yeah, you couldn't have trusted her her words anyway. Look how much stuff she riled up.
1: Yeah, uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense at the end of the day. And I yeah, think...
3: and she was, and she was. Leaving because she was going to like witness protection because she was going to testify against the
1: basically yeah. yeah
2: against the corrupt.
1: How a how a trial is going to bring down a corrupt government? I don't understand since a judiciary system is inherently part of said government.
2: Um, I don't know if you do a if you do a war crime, doesn't somebody try you? I, usually that's the Hague. Oh, oh, I don't know. Which is a
1: theoretically neutral faction.
2: Well, but she's testifying. If she's not... Maybe they're being tried by Space Court. We don't know. No, it's back on Mazar. Well, just because it's on Mazar doesn't mean... Yeah. I mean, the Nuremberg trials took place in Nuremberg. Yeah. The I Nazis were not holding the trials.
1: But that's the thing. Uh, as far as we know, there isn't really... We know there's no Federation, but we also have yet to be... Like, the one organization we know exists is the Klingon Empire. Aside from that, it is unclear if there are any actual official, like, space nations, for lack of a better word. Like, a lot of the planets still seem to be kind of, like, doing their own thing. So, you know, well done, Klingon's getting a jump on everyone.
0: Oh, but Jizz planet seemed to know where it was at from last week.
1: Oh, yes, yes, but I don't think it was part of a larger... It was itself a confederation, hey. but it took me a minute to say that Jizz... Oh, right, right. I legitimately thought you meant the Star Wars recessions for a second. Oh,
3: God. Uh, yeah. Um, this episode, I don't know, to me, it felt very, very TNG like. Yeah. But like one of the weaker TNG episodes. Which is, makes it a very strong Enterprise episode. You yeah. <laughs>
2: know,
3: yeah, so like, you know. Yeah, I didn't
2: hate it. An, no.
3: Like an escort mission. But the, pro- the thing that I found, like, there wasn't a twist, there wasn't any. Again, like, low stakes. Like, everything on this show. They should have mm-hmm.
0: killed her at the end.
2: Yeah. There was a lot of low stakes this week in particular, I kind of feel like. Yeah.
3: Like, I just I just can't get over with the show. Like, they never do anything to heighten the stakes. And this was a good opportunity where they could have done that.
2: Well, I but thought... But they chose not to. I thought that they did a good job, though, of, like, building tension. Especially during the chase. Mm. Like, I think we all knew that, um you know, the Enterprise was going to be okay since the show is called Enterprise. But I kind of felt like it's still... They were still doing something to hook me into feeling some of that tension during those scenes. I don't know if it was just that the scoring was especially good or what, but I felt that it was... I actually really liked. Yeah. I like this episode. Five, she'll fly apart. <laughs> that
1: actually would have been really quite funny, is if you know they actually did have the Enterprise destroyed, and then they changed the title of the show to the next ship, hmm. S- season two,
3: slash one of Star Trek Yorktown. It's <laughs> um, always a Yorktown. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. Yeah, the, the chase I, I did enjoy, and and I guess there was some good tension in that whole. Oh well, we think they can only go. Warp four. So if we go warp four and a half, we'll outrun him. And then it's like, oh no, they can go warp four and a half. Oh well, we'll just keep upping upping the stakes. And it was
1: interesting that like in the middle of all this bullshit, Archer kind of gets his this. What you think about it for him should be a really emotional moment of like, we did it, Dad. We hit warp five. But he can't enjoy it because it's in the middle of all this fuckery. Because mm-hmm. even you know he
3: says to Trip, we'll need to warp. He's to call the warp five engine. On
0: paper. Why had they never tested that it can go warp five before? Well,
3: I think, the, so I think that's the thing. I think the engine is rated at warp five, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the ship that it's attached to can go warp okay,
0: five. Okay, but, but my, my question still stands. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think probably this is one of those things they were going to do if they hadn't just said, eh, fuck it, you're out there, go. Like, that was probably part of the early... Mission was to do just an actual Warp 5 test.
0: They've had time! Remember that episode where they were doing nothing? Yeah. Yeah, you're thinking the
1: uh, writers thought where it Archer, was
0: true. Archer could have been reading up on Klingons. Reed could have been improving the fucking phaser
2: cannon yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true, too. I liked that uh, Trip called out Reed in this episode, being like, Oh, I bet you really liked when we were getting shot at. And Reed's like, No, I... I don't really like finding out, but I do prefer fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that as a moment for him.
3: Yeah, the the little tidbit that the they can't fire phasers at warp mm. uh, was interesting. Yeah.
0: We have to stop, fire, start again, go. I mean,
1: I know he said there's potentially a way around it, and I think in future slash past Star Trek we have already seen them
3: fire at warp, but doesn't happen much
1: no well because i feel like there must be physics implications of firing a particle weapon when you're moving faster than light
0: yeah through a warp bubble
1: yeah like it probably ain't easy
3: Mm. and we know from you know when they fought that enemy in that other episode sure
0: uh, i believe you
3: that they had to like route the phaser power through the warp something
0: well they probably
1: fixed that since then well who actually who the fuck knows yeah. with these people lit up like a christmas tree
0: didn't need that first scene that starts with Tepole oh being God. like, why haven't you guys gotten your dicks wet lately there's
2: oh my plenty God. of
1: other ways they could have had her introduce the concept of you need surely like
0: she does not strike me as the type of person to just start talking about this at dinner no, like... She would write a very polite letter to Archer. That's... Slide it under his door.
1: That's more of a, like, a, a
2: data move, maybe? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, Vulcan's... Or Seven.
1: Yes. yes. Very Seven, very I've been
2: learning about human mating rituals, and I wondered if you guys have had any sex lately. Captain, you seem t- wound tighter than your bum. She
1: didn't have the by the time the bun Seven showed him. up, but, you know.
2: I, uh... I just wanted to say that. I feel like the way it should have played out would have been like Trips, like Captain. See, you're walking kind of funny there. Are you having sporadic erections because you haven't had sex? Jesus. And then That's how it Archer's, works, like, <laughs> yeah, Archer's like, just like, my yes, Trip. I sure could use someone to polish my knob. That's what I was thinking, Captain. We need to find us a sex planet. <laughs> way
1: ahead of you, Trip. We need to find us a sex planet. I love that. By the way, this is like an arc they decided to have. Yeah. Let's get to Risa. Yeah,
2: we finally kept track of what happened in the last episode, and it was that we planned to go to Risa. What a
1: weird Whee. fucking choice, but also, of course, Enterprise does it's called this. called the, the beaver
3: hunt arc.
0: Well, yeah, it's because well, the, the, the people at home watching are like, saying, oh, we know what Risa
2: means. We're going to have to keep watching every week. I hate Risa. I've already got my horgon ready.
1: Oh, this annoyed the hell out of me. Why, when the Vulcans were shooting up the bad guy ships, did the Enterprise
2: shake? Uh, space, space physics. Because clearly. the because the the beam passed so close to the ship that it like kind of Symp- shook it sympathy. A bit. Sympathetic. Yeah, yeah, there you, there you go. go. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. That just I was like, wait, wh- fucking what? <laughs> Maybe the Vulcan shot at the shuttle that was attached to the Enterprise.
2: Because oh, no. they did, they did, they did That's fly did a little dog. shuttle and dock it. That would be yeah, but like, really would you stupid. Bother, though?
1: No. Yeah, because oh,
2: they're not the ones shooting at the ship. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I All know. your fucking facts and logic, Vulcans, you dummies.
1: The know, they actually they missed and just would never admit it. Was I... that? Oh, go ahead. Uh, you you might know as you are our resident uh, seating expert. Seating. W- was that an old um, like?
0: I'm gonna say I have no idea because I already have no idea what you're talking Chair.
1: about. Chair. He's talking about chairs. Yeah.
0: No, because no. then I don't know.
1: That's too bad. Because I kind of wondered if the uh, Vulcan captain's chair. It looked like they may have um, reupholstered like an old um, Enterprise A or maybe Excelsior captain's chair. I'm sure they, they the reupholstered
3: shape. some chair that they already had. Yeah, but I mean, I what they do.
1: It specifically looked like one of the like TOS movie captain's chairs. Yes,
0: you are welcome to look it up and write your own blog about it. <clears throat>
2: wow.
0: Uh, I will say that I was a little pissed on Hoshi's behalf that there was no one else who could give up quarters for Valar. Well, I think she offered. Yeah, but there aren't other fucking rooms. I mean... What, where's daniel Daniels been sleeping? Well, Kruman, oh, wait, Kr- it's locked up. Yeah,
1: they locked that up. In fact, they had he had a roommate, I think, too, who they had to reassign. Oh, God. So they're actually doubling up somewhere.
0: Is that room
2: still locked up? Are yes. we ever going in that fucking room?
1: Right. I genuinely don't remember,
3: but maybe.
2: Um, Jake said we might, so I'm guessing oh. yes.
3: But I can I imagine there must be some other... Like, how could they have the, every room full on the I, ship? Honestly, though, considering this is like
1: basically a bare-bones first-go kind of thing, they weren't expecting to be doing anything kind of like this, so I could see them have just been like, yeah, no, we it's a small ship and every room is full.
3: I also feel like it would have made more sense for Archer to give up his quarters. Like, like I feel like that would be uh, sort of the, the you know, the, the, the dignitary stays in the captain's quarters. Yeah, but
0: he hates Vulcans. Well,
3: true. But,
1: but also, uh, honestly, like, they already don't like the smell of humans. Mm. His room smells like human and dog. Well, maybe they
3: love dogs. Maybe they hate human smell, but love dog smell. Dogs smell pretty good, to be mm-hmm. fair. They could be like, they could be like, Not oh, I see dogs. a dog has been here. Would you mind moistening that dog a bit? <laughs> to to improve
1: oh, the, the aroma? Nothing
2: like wet dog smell. Gross.
3: I will say though, I'm
1: surprised that Hoshi volunteered, because uh, what if she gets, you know, motion sick in the wrong room?
3: Oh, yeah, she's if the stars aren't going Band. the right way, she'll be in big trouble.
2: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, you know, I think the highlight was definitely... Um, like, Fionnula? Fionnula Flanagan. There we go.
2: Which was... Uh, the Vulcan. Yeah, Vulcan I thought ambassador. she was... I really liked her. Yeah, yeah she she's good. I always she's like up, she's always senior. good when she shows up. Yeah. It's, it's also funny, though, that Paul's hero is sort of a not-so-Vulcan Vulcan.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they have definitely been, like, unsubtle in the fact that despite... Putting up a good facade. There's a streak of minor nonconformity into Paul.
3: Yeah, you know I think I think what we're finding out is that the Vulcans in general have been fairly repressed, mm-hmm. oh. um, and not just in the sense that they're repressing their emotions, but just like their 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 whole culture and and government seems oriented towards conformity yeah and you know you say so you have like the vulcans that we met the rapey vulcan and <sighs> and friends <sighs> you know they were kind of going and that's how you end up with shit like that right you know if you completely repress a society you're gonna end up yep. certain people blowing a gasket every
0: single society we've been coming across lately there's some kind of a terrorist movement because their government is shit yeah yeah every single one except for juice planet they're all happy
3: yeah it's almost like the, it's, all, it's, it's all happy yeah it's, <laughs> yeah the, the the whole every government is dealing with terrorist thing is it's not it's not i mean it seems very star trek not not at all something ripped from the headlines no yeah. not, no, <laughs> no.
0: <clears throat> i do have to harp on the ending a little more because harp. they they telegraph it way too early that oh this yeah. is this is Archer's you know, stalling for time plan when it would have been way more effective if Valar were actually injured or something mm. and there was some actual standoff in sick bay. Mm. because honestly, I was very confused by Flox's reaction during that whole scene mm. because he does a scream like he thinks they're actually killing his patient. No, he was... So- He was doing that like they were killing his equipment. That's good. That's good. See, my wonderment was: did they tell him she's not in there or not? (laughs) It's
1: like I mean, when they didn't tell Willy in the Simpsons (laughs) (laughs) that it was all a setup to teach Homer and Bart a
2: lesson. We were all in on it.
0: Well, I wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. So I can only assume because Fox wouldn't give that kind of a reaction to a plan that was going accordingly. He's not that good an actor. <laughs> Sorry,
3: I'm still... I
1: mean, still... John
0: Billingsley, maybe. Phlox, no.
1: I'm still imagining just them being like, it all went to plan, and Flox is just like,
2: you didn't fucking warn me. <laughs> I will say though that this episode killed it. That was just the right amount of flocks. Mm,
0: yeah. <laughs> he
2: was there, he was a little bit self-righteous about you fucking with his patient. He screamed loudly when you destroyed his equipment. <clears throat> the end. No mm. more flocks. Good. Perfect. Uh, I thought there was gonna be a two for this week because of when he shows up in the third episode we'll be discussing, but we can talk about why that's not so later.
3: <laughs> I, I was expecting a different a slightly different ending. I thought that what Archer would do is instead of having velar height, you know like fit you know the fake out with the with the she's in the she's in the tube and we then, put her
0: in the broom closet she's no not. i was
3: expecting him to just tell the enemy people that he dropped her off on another planet called gullible on the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and then they would and then they would have like made it about face and be like all right set course for gullible like they didn't
1: open the tube first. There's like, well, there's no way they could put fake bio readings on
3: that screen. Yeah, like,
1: I'm sorry, you people infiltrated the government. How? <laughs> money?
3: Very, they had money. Very, That's how they yeah. did
2: it.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I think I think there are more interesting ways they could have ended this episode. I think they could have killed uh, Velar and done something interesting there to not make it a total bust. Maybe she dumps her katra into archer or something no, no please <laughs> i thought archer
2: was gonna dump something into her i thought there was gonna be some You're hot loving
3: make a little deposit yeah,
2: see i think if I she so if she died in this
0: episode and archer had you know come to understand like oh this is a, a vulcan who came around and told me what, what, what was going on and actually seemed like a decent person about it all and it was it's kind of i'm involved in her getting killed maybe he'd soften to vulcans but we're not gonna get that are we i you know,
3: i just think it would have helped everybody if
0: there were steaks in this fucking show
3: there were steaks
2: ever 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 ever
3: yeah and not not that they'd eat the steaks because Vulcans (laughs) are famously vegetarians but
2: but but triple eat the steaks oh yeah
3: triple have every triple triple be like he's gonna oh y'all
2: are vegan i gotta eat more steaks to make up for you guys i told you beta cooks i told chef to
3: make four steaks Looks like I'm going to be eating three steaks.
2: <laughs> Captain. Captain. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but then it turns into that scene from Home Alone. You know, at the beginning of Home Alone, when Kevin's like, Has anybody seen my steak? And Buzz is like, yeah, we did get some steaks, but if someone's going to give it, you're going to have to barf it up. And Trip just vomits steak all over the ambassador. All right, I'm going to jump in the segue and ride us through,
0: because... Oh, Tripp wishes he had a stake in the next episode so much. He wishes he had fucking anything in the next episode so much because he's stuck in Desert
2: Crossing. He got
3: some testicles instead.
2: Mmm, essence of... male essence. We don't know that they're testicles. They're prob- no, they're, they're definitely... probably Okay, testicles. if it's not testicles, then it's
0: Andlers. gelatin
2: that someone made out of cum. There could be... Which like, is worse. It
0: could be anything is it, that kinda. is the, the, the male... A biological thing could on an animal. Could it could have been
2: influenced. human horn.
3: The, yeah. The implication. The implication was strongly that it's, that it's testicles. testicles, and the in the face that Archer made when he ate it, all but confirmed.
2: Yeah, he that, had a big smile on his those face. Are, that those are those weird. are
3: balls. He just got he just he he just got a, a gusher.
0: A mouthful of balls. Neat. Well, let, let me fucking tell you this thing before we talk more <laughs> about balls. About balls? <laughs> uh, Desert crossing. So we're on our way to Riza. Ugh, but when we... But oh. Then we've received a distress fall, because god damn it. From this, I want to say Zorothon. I forget if we even heard this in the episode.
1: They do say his name, but... Oh, it's a species the, name, isn't it?
0: Yeah, the planet. Yeah, no idea. Okay. I'm going to say Zorothon, because that sounds fine. Jers- uh, Zoro! Named, named Zobrol. There we
1: go.
0: Who is just the nicest fucking weirdo who seems like he could eat your flesh if you look at him fucking wrong. hmm mm-hmm. And he invites Archer and Tucker down to, to Torotha, I guess? For
2: some testicle soup, I wrote it down, but you know, I still, I
0: still, I still maintain it might not be testicles.
2: Blood soup with testicle crouton,
0: and some games of shirtless lacrosse, and all is going great. Hot. When uh, Chancellor Trellet phones to Paul, who's up on Enterprise, to say, "What the hell is Archer doing with Zabral? You know he could eat your flesh if you look at him wrong, right?" <sighs> and to Paul calls down and says, "Archer, ixnay on the zay." <laughs> A language Hoshi doesn't I was know. just going to say, I hope
2: she teaches <laughs> Big Latin to Hoshi.
0: <laughs> but Zobral catches wind of this, and after I really thought he was going to eat Archer's flesh, he tells us, we're a bunch of terrorists rebelling against yet another oppressive mm-hmm. government, because they always are. Sounds like the Mazarites. sounds like they are all, f- f- fucking all, the Tandarans, the, all of them. Mm-hmm. They don't like us eating soup made out of their balls. Okay, guys, for your own good... I can't do a Clancy Brown voice, so I'm not even going to fucking try. Can you do Mr. Krabs? I don't know what that is. Oh. I'm going to put you in this hole in the floor for your own good. Because you could be useful to us later, because we heard about you freeing some Sulaban prisoners thousands last of Thousands Suluban. of Sulaban. Thousands, with your bare hands, uphill both ways. You guys are the best heroes we've ever heard of. And,
2: and, then,
3: and then he's like, he's like... You gotta help us, you gotta help us, Archer. You are an asshole! <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice.
0: Anyway, there's an attack, because of course there is. And eventually, Archer and Tucker escape the hole in the floor. In the middle of a fucking shelling. And they do the most logical thing. They lock themselves in the shuttle pod because it's the safest place and they have no beef, beef with any of the Taurathans. Just fucking kidding. They go wander the desert for days. Like fools. Ding
3: ding you know
0: best archer plan i've heard fucking yet and guys <laughs> want to tell you wandering the desert for days fucking sucks And it's like five minutes before Trip Trip is dying of heat exhaustion.
2: What a pussy. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Apparently, somehow on the flight down, Archer noticed this tiny structure. And they somehow find it in a massive desert. Sure, I'm going with this. And well, Trip is dying to death quite a lot. Until, oh no, the Torathons are shelling that place. I don't even know why we'll get to it. I thought they had no beef with Toradons.
3: They think think that that Archer is an enemy combatant. They probably heard the same rumors that that, uh, Buddy Boy heard.
0: Well, they could could fucking ask. But Archer and Trip get out and are saved by T'Pol and Zobral in a shuttle pod. And Archer has to admit that, hmm, maybe interfering with every culture we meet in space might be a bad thing. I kind of wish there were some kind of a directive about this. No, it's,
3: it's to Paul that, yeah. that uh, longs for a directive. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm putting it here at the end because I thought it was a yeah. good place to end, but you know what? Fuck it. We're not going to ever do that. The yet,
3: end. Yet another <laughs> okay. directive reference.
1: Okay, here is the most unbelievable thing Star Trek has ever done.
0: I believe it already.
1: A Floridian who can't handle
3: heat.
2: It's a dry
0: heat. Nah, but it's a dry it's heat. It's still
2: heat. It's a dry but it's, heat. But it's like 41 degrees Celsius, which is really fucking. I like. hot. Yeah, he's used to humid ass Not heat. He is used 41 to 41 degrees. That and my
3: balls aren't sticking to my legs or nothing. I
2: humid don't think... heat and, and dry heat are. Entirely different. Well, yeah, but dry heat's been. easier. But regardless, forty-one degrees Celsius. I like Celsius that
3: swamp ass feeling.
2: Is hundred and five point eight degrees. Oh yeah, It doesn't yeah. matter if you're from Florida. I'm or just funny. saying, like, and Floridians have air conditioning everywhere. That's true. They that's do. the magic, of especially yeah. Florida. This, yeah. in the future.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say this is the future. In the future,
2: all of Florida is air conditioned, even the beaches. <laughs> Fair. I was thinking that in the future, Florida would have been chipped off the country and shipped away. Oh yeah, I like Bugs fun Bunny with yeah, the with yeah the saw. with the saw. That'd be yeah, nice. that'd be good. Um. How he gets to florida though he spends a lot of time in like uh new mexico and albuquerque and shit but he worse, doesn't take worse. the right turn at Albuquerque. anyway Wait, why um, is he in new mexico that's where like um if you like look at the geography and stuff i about trip or bugs bunny i'm bugs not bunny. sure anymore okay <laughs> we're taking a trip to bugs bunny <laughs> The coyote and the roadrunner and shit, that's all, like, pretty well, obviously... Well, the southwest. Uh, yeah, well, but, yeah, but that's what I'm... But, but he, I assume that, but wab- if, that Wabbit season
3: he, isn't in...
2: But if he took a wrong turn at Albuquerque, how far do you think he traveled? Thousands of miles. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, well, anyway... So this is a
2: cartoon. Florida can go side. thousands of miles in minutes. No. I, I still
1: maintain that again, because dry heat is usually considered easier, so I still think it's nuts.
0: I think it's just a different kind of heat. I don't if, think one's easier than the other.
1: Well, either way, I think him not being able to deal with heat is weird, but either way...
0: Hard disagreeing.
1: Trip is apparently like, did he just
0: fail? Oh, don't
1: care. I mean, I'm from New England. I don't like any heat. But did Trip fail every single survival? Because every time they're in a survival situation, he is the one that breaks first. It's absurd.
2: Well, never mind even survival training. Did he just fail basic common sense? Come on, Trip, drink water. You've been outside all day. No, fuck your water. I'm not drinking it. What are you, an idiot? If you have heat stroke, you're not supposed to drink water. What? And why was Archer trying to feed him water? I don't know.
1: Archer also failed his survival training courses. But really what
3: they should have had, like those little fucking canteens that they had mm-hmm. in the shuttle were stupid. Yeah. Uh, not big enough for they anything. They needed some
2: big old camelbacks. They know
3: that, yeah, they needed like still suits. You know? Ooh.
2: I was talking about still suits. You were. And how the we've, we've seen that um like that like Dune Remastered where they do the, the like voiceover stuff. They talk about how the the water tastes like dirt and, poo or whatever and that's all i could think of when he was trying to thrust that upon a trip was that the water is the dead. bad water yeah
3: yeah yeah uh i don't know i kind of like this one to be honest um i like clancy brown clancy brown's good i think it does a, it's a better first amendment story than <coughs> dear doctor yeah by a mile
1: the problem for me with this episode is the whole surviving in the desert part because it feels really just tacked on and a way to pad it's the episode. So yeah, it definitely long. was a fell, I mean, this early. after
0: a
2: 10-minute lacrosse scene. Oh, yeah. Which
3: the, <laughs> the gratuitous... And they la- had to take their shirts la- lacros- off. Was, Ugh, I gotta take off my shirt. Ugh. Well, how
2: will they know that whose team they're on otherwise? Mm. I mean, they don't look anything like the others. And, Get a practice jersey, so, dickbags. No, no, shirts versus skins. Let's go. I, would Here, like I, to brought, I brought the decontamination sunblock... <laughs>
3: A I, rub on. I would
1: like to mention that when I said either last week or two weeks ago that Archer should have been into lacrosse, not water polo, I forgot they actually oh, wow. played Space Lacrosse this mm. week.
0: Yeah, so I looked into where is it in my notes? It's called Gascana. Yeah. Space Lacrosse. Ah, it's the
3: best game.
0: And when you know that there's no ball, they added the ball digitally because those sticks could not physically hold a ball, it's very distracting.
1: Mm, I did not know that, so luckily...
0: Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, and also, learn. they could never have made those moves on, on like, one take. It would be take true, them all day true. to shoot this fucking scene if they were
2: a real ball.
3: Yeah, but the thing about the ball is what if the? how did they make sure that the actors were making motions that would make sense for the... Did
2: the motions make sense?
3: I wasn't really paying that close attention.
2: That's for the best. Okay. Yeah. So the answer is they didn't okay, <laughs> apparently because that's what that's what I'm getting from Ames anyway. Don't watch it too closely. Damn. I never plan to watch it again. So yeah, no, no yeah. problem. Oh, that is not mm-hmm. how physics
0: works. Interesting. Okay, cool. Speaking of uh, digital balls, uh, we also <laughs> had a lot of extra digital stuff this episode because you know what else oh, sucks?
3: God, that shit. That ship was bad. There was
0: the ship, and there's also like just because you're on sand, there was just constant having to deal with footprints and vehicle tracks and all that bullshit that they added in a cgi vehicle to explain why there are tire tracks because they just didn't want to deal with the tire tracks from their their existing like vehicles
1: okay well that i mean honestly i didn't even notice tire tracks so that was needless i would have (laughs) rather they spent the time making mr Crab's ship look convincing mr crab yeah clancy brown what's his character's name i keep forgetting like you couldn't have just like really that is so obviously two D JPEG plastered in later. i was fucking lazy.
3: It was pretty bad. It was
1: abysmal. You yeah, oh. know, Clancy Brown. Obviously, you know we 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 know him uh, from uh, Starship Troopers. He was the drill sergeant. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. he, oh, he's great. Shawshank
3: Redemption.
1: Shawshank. He is famously the villain in the first Highlander movie. I think that was one of his first big roles. But shitload of voice work, including Mr. Krabs oh, and yeah. SpongeBob Cause, SquarePants. Because
0: his voice just sounds like a cartoon yeah, character. It was a very
3: cartoony
1: voice. You can
0: do all kinds of cartoon it characters. It reminded so with me that a voice.
3: lot of John Reese Davies doing uh, uh, Leonardo.
1: Actually, you know who I got oh. big vibes from in this one? Voyager. Uh, Topol. He sounded a lot like Topol. I don't
0: know what any of this is. Topol is um, from uh,
1: Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, he's also an actor, Fiddler on the Roof, James Bond, Flash Gordon. But I, I found out when I was looking into Clancy Brown. His father and grandfather, who are Clarence something Brown the first and junior, he is actually Clancy Brown the third, were both representatives from the state of Ohio to the federal legislature. How pissed off were they when their namesake went into acting?
0: I don't know. I don't know them. Well, they, they... might have been very happy for him.
1: They seemed a little uptight.
0: <laughs> you, did you know them?
1: No, but I read their bios. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, Clancy Brown, fun to see. Big presence.
2: Yeah, yeah, he did a good job. Big man. He's just a big mountain of man.
0: Yeah, I never knew if he was supposed to be a sympathetic character or a fucking terror thing. Because when Archer, when he learns that Archer, you know, has just been talking to T'Pol about, oh, these guys, you know, don't trust him. When he learns that, I thought he was going to try to kill them. It was pretty scary for a minute, yeah. It's like, oh God, this is a you won't like me when I'm angry kind of man.
1: But then he doesn't, which is interesting. Yeah. I, I think they're trying... Because he
0: to, needs him. Yeah, well, they,
1: I think they're trying to leave him a bit more vague, you know, like... Because we do only get everything from him. True. I mean, it seems believable because this government...
0: But we don't know anything about them. No,
1: but they do seem pretty eager to blow up Trip and, and Archer. Because it's like, you know... I, I just yeah, that's like, not a
0: good look government.
1: No, because it's like, it's easy not to be like, yeah, we literally know nothing about your planet. We met this guy, he needed help.
0: Yeah, and freaking freaking Archer, like, the very last scene where it's like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't jump in. But these guys seemed like they had a cause I could get into. It's like, Archer, no, you don't know these people. Stop getting involved. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm biased. You know, nine times out of ten, if you tell me your government's evil, I'm probably going to believe you, because they usually are.
0: I think Archer just has, like, the memory of a goldfish, and mm. whatever people he's talked to last are the ones whose side he's on. Yeah, <laughs> Like, we've got the Suliban and the, I think it's Tarathis? Tendarins. Jesus. Uh, the Suluban versus the Tandaran is like, oh, well, I talked to the, to the Sulubans, now I'm on their side. No, I talked to a Tandaran, now I'm on their side. No, I talked to this other guy, no, I'm on their side. Okay. So Archer, stop it. You don't have to pick sides. Leave them alone. <laughs> I did miss, apparently there was a detail that I probably missed, that Zobral damaged his own ship when he sent out that distress call, so that he would have a way to a reason to lure Archer there? Well, yeah,
3: they don't, that was what he did. Yeah, they don't say it explicitly, okay. but presumably that's...
1: Yeah.
0: Everywhere online just said, like, oh, they did that, which yeah, makes him not it was explicitly
3: stated, but I think that was the implication that, that yeah, he, he was trying to... Get Archer's attention. Yeah. How yeah. he knew
1: where Enterprise would be, that's I mean, a whole different question. He
3: just probably called up uh, Al and said, mm. where's Archer? Because Al knows everything that Archer does. It's true.
0: Yeah, he knows how many Sulaban there were. It's like, yeah, that, that, that is not how that happened.
3: Mm. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was good. Like, I don't know, I I, I enjoyed that. That aspect is pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think that this is an actual yeah space gossip cannot be trusted. <laughs> you know,
3: Semi original story for Enterprise today, yeah. which I which I appreciate because they don't. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, you know, interesting idea. This sort of the legend, the, you know, this this legend of. And how quickly it spiraled out of control? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But again, it just wasn't that exciting. Like once, I once it was they, watching,
0: one, it was watching two men wander a desert for yeah about half an hour.
3: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. also this 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 irritates me, right? So we know that that they are being actively chased down by these the the government and their mm-hmm. and their ships and their rockets and everything, and they have to do, very specifically time their trip. Back and forth to the surface. Yeah. How did they get the other shuttle back?
0: Did they? Maybe it's still there. Maybe it blew up. Well, the
3: Enterprise definitely has two shuttles in the next episode because we see them.
0: They built a new one out of...
3: They, Pineapple cake. Did they, did they use the yeah. Well, because that's the thing. Like on Voyager, they just can replicate shuttles out of nowhere. But, <laughs> Many um,
0: times. They built
3: it out of Daniel's old room. Right. <laughs> it's like we're not using this room anyway. Tear down the walls
1: to build us a new shuttle bomb. Yeah. Well,
3: because I'm assuming if it wasn't destroyed in the bombardment, mm. they would have had to have gone back for it. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Uh, oh. uh, maybe. Uh, no. No. no not gonna. Did. Any other, okay, so yeah, I'm uh, wondering if any of the supporting cast fa- factored in. Flocks did not. Oh, I was
0: going to bring up the Hoshi scene.
3: There was a Hoshi scene. There was the
0: Hoshi-Tapal scene. Which, you know, I do like when the two of them have scenes together, because that's if always only nice. there
3: was a directive. Yeah, but, but the thing is, first out, of, prime. out
0: of nowhere, Hoshi's like, so why Bozeman, Montana? And Tapal's like, because that's where Zephram was. Why is this relevant?
1: But also, like surely that's
3: just taught in every earth history class, right well, no, I think I don't think I think what she i i her she she started it stupid, like yes, that was a stupid way to phrase it, but I think her point was well taken that the when the Vulcans showed up, they went to the to the u s you know, and if they had then if they had then gotten a call from Oh, we're in the
0: middle of world war three or some shit right well, no,
3: I mean, we're, af- we're after okay. world war three so there's presumably still like other countries that are still like fuck the usa at this point
2: probably most of them well that's it's unclear we
1: don't know much about the political situation lily briefly mentions some faction by the, name the
3: eastern coalition yeah so
1: we don't even know if the u.s exists that well actually from what Hoshi said, it seems like they did, yeah. but God knows what it was at that point. Yeah, it
3: was probably a, a fascist. It at least um, involved Montana still. You know, fucking shit show, and the Eastern Coalition is, I'm guessing China, and it's probably it's probably like a federation led by China.
1: Mm-hmm. Or, is. or quite literally, it's like uh, the the country itself is fractured, and it's a uh, it's a bunch of angry Jersey guys. Mm.
3: Hey, yo, Zephron what you doing over there? But e- either way, I mean, I think the point is well made that like yeah. the fact that the Vulcans made first contact with people in one specific location could be seen as
0: see i I give the Vulcans a little more credit than I give Vulcan than I give Archer, which you know, is my way, because they've been scouting Earth for oh, yeah. eons, and Archer just comes across. I think I think uh, asks him, "Do you answer every dis- distress distress call you get?" And Archer's like, "Absolutely, and then some. I create distress just so I can respond to it."
1: It does it, it, it does kind of in retrospect though do make it seem surprising that because yeah, it's the Vulcans. You think like, all right, so we know the ship came from there, but it does seem weird that they would just immediately just go right there and find the dude. What made it as opposed to trying to do a more delicate approach? Mm. But I think that was really just an effect of first contact wanted to do one thing, and Enterprise wants to do another. Yeah,
3: well, and I, and I also think though that, um, I mean, I don't think Hoshi was questioning the Vulcan's choice. I think I don't think you should take it literally. I mean, she's trying to make an analogy about yeah, no, that's right, first I mean. contact in general.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I, I think going with that, like, it's like why go directly to Zefram Cochran instead of. Yeah. Being like, hi, Earth in general, we see you've got warp now. Maybe you haven't heard yet, because God knows what your communications are like at this point.
0: Because Zephram is nicer than any government official. True.
1: Hey, hey, Earth, maybe you haven't heard yet, but a mad drunkard in Montana <laughs> just broke the light barrier. Sorry, That's, what?
0: It's very funny. I'm reading a, a Star Trek novel right now. I think mm-hmm. it's just called Star Trek Generation novel. or something? It's called something. I'll find it later. But it it was written in 94. Oh. And it's right before, like, First Contact. So nothing from First Contact is in this book. And they just decide, this was Zefram Cochran's life. And it's like, this is not where the rest of the show went. Nope. Oh, we didn't make contact with Klingons for 200 years. Nope, you guys are the wrongest you've ever been. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Yeah, they, they, their only basis for Zefram Cochran at that point was the guy from TOS that was fucking a cloud.
2: Exactly. Uh,
0: that's funny.
2: It's funny, Jake, that you thought the first episode was boring, but you liked this one. I thought this one was boring.
3: Well, this one was definitely boring. I'm not going to dispute that. <laughs> okay, good. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the plot. I enjoyed uh, that they did something a little more original with the story than they have tended to do. But yeah, no, the, the wandering in the desert was was very Mm. boring.
0: Oh, I didn't realize, because I forgot to look for it, even though I wrote down this note. There's a shot when uh, Archer is keeping Trip awake at one point that is the longest unbroken shot in all of Star Trek at 3 minutes and 41 seconds.
2: Oh. And it felt like two hours. (laughs) For us, I mean. I don't know how it felt for them.
1: There was one thing I loved. When Archer is trying to keep him awake by playing Geography, and Trip says... We're going to Rhode Island? And he goes, no. In this, like, I know you're, like, dying of heat stroke, but Jesus Christ, trip! Like, it's exasperation. It
2: was very exasperating. No one goes to Rhode Island.
1: It was sunk into the sea during the Third World
2: War. Not nobody goes to Rhode Island. Not no way, not no how.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I think the thing these two episodes, it's a shame that we're doing three, because we kind of had this unifying idea with the first two of, like, an interesting guest star injecting some much-needed life into the episodes. Yeah, yeah
0: but now let's examine oppressive governments. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. charging sure, in dicks n- out. But now the theme is we're actually going to get laid. Yeah. Maybe. We have the rise and through line. Let's ride this through line.
2: Ride. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, Ames. <laughs> All right,
0: here we go. Let's finish this off because, you know, we gave her, her <laughs> a three-parter today. Let's
2: finish this off because I heard everyone's a little
0: stressed out. Here we go, onto two days and two nights. So we're on our way to Ryza! <gasps> and holy shit, we finally get there! Woo!
2: been a Long road!
0: <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, Getting sorry. to Ryza. Everyone's drawn lots for who gets to go on vacation, and surprise! Most of the regulars get Shirley. <clears throat> wow. That's cool. Who's convenient? Who's shocked? Uh, from there, we get a bunch of individual stories that don't affect each other a lot, so I'm just gonna go character by character here. Let's start with mayweather <sighs> knock him off the list poor mayweather
1: knock him off the mountain <laughs> you think he's gonna get a plot
0: not really he has opted to spend his time on ryza going rock climbing we never get to see him go rock climbing which is a fucking shame but we learn he's broken his leg and for some reason the doctors on ryza are absolutely incompetent or something well it's because
2: they have never seen human beings
0: uh and we tie this into the flock story Here's the Flock story. It's Flox's annual hibernation, and Ensign Cutler puts him to bed, and not in the fun way that she wanted yeah, last it time. Might have
2: Mayweather. been the fun way. We don't know.
0: Promising, oh, I can handle the ship in the a- in your absence, because apparently there's no one else on board with any medical knowledge, and as established, doctors on rise are fucking imbeciles. And Mayweather comes up and is having some kind of reaction to the medication he's on. Cutler wakes up Flox. And he groggily cures Mayweather, while the writers add in lots of stupid
2: jokes that don't land. And Ames was done with it. And they gave him furry feet. Fuck you, Flocks.
0: Next up, Trip and Tucker are Night at Roxburying it up.
1: Wait, no, Tripp and Reed. Tripp is Tucker. Oh my
0: god, I wrote Trip and Tucker like a fool. Reed and Tucker are the new stars of uh,
2: Night at the Roxbury. I said the same thing. Yes.
1: Well, actually, I said he the, did say that the SNL Club sketch because I couldn't remember Night uh, of the Rock. Yes, before. that's what
2: he said. Actually, See, I was going.
3: I was going with more of a of a Miami Vice, given that the mm. trips Florida man already. So. True. True.
0: Good. Good. And they're convinced they're cool enough to go to Bone Town with the hottest chicks on the planet, and well, no, the hottest chicks on the planet lure them down to. The fucking basement or something, where it turns out they're actually shapeshifters who rob them both down to their skivvies. Because of course we need more underwear shots.
3: Bulge.
2: That's most of that. That storyline. Why why just talk about male essence when you can show it? Hell. Comfortably nestled into cotton briefs.
0: Speaking of male essence, let's talk about the Archer plot. Oh. Porthos is being a good boy. Oh, he's a good boy. Until he and Rilo, this little Chinese crested from next door, barks on by. Archer starts hitting it off with Rilo's owner, the sexy Kayla. Or Keela? Kayla. Kayla.
2: It was Kayla. Uh, But
0: she's being super shady about her past, and we learn, oh god, she's a Tegdaran, And Archer has no idea what to think about this, because, uh, Tandarin's bad, and Suliban's bad, but this lady's hot. (laughs) Uh,
2: But on the other hand, Boner, good.
0: And luckily he doesn't have to think about it much more, because she knocks his ass out. And neither she nor the Tandarans will ever be heard from again. Nor that Chinese crested. Thank you, Enterprise. Finally, the one crew member who does get lucky on Ryza... (laughs) is somehow hoshi of all people good for her
2: i told did, you she was did, a sexy girl she didn't even want to get laid
3: she just wanted to go there to that's b- how you learn languages that's
0: she how learned the language
2: it. of love
3: apparently uh,
0: who meets Ravis? Who he was is... a cunning
2: linguist don't you know yeah Yeah. he's kind
0: of cute and they're both language geeks and they language geek at each other and it's adorable it's unclear if the other half of the crew gets any shore leave or if it was only the first half yeah, i
3: don't understand why they couldn't have just stayed four days and done shifts
0: well, yeah. well that, i think
3: that's maybe what it is they're doing shifts and they're we we're all just in the first shift,
0: maybe. But Flock said he's only going under for two days. Well, but
3: he needs a day. He needs two days of fucking and sucking. So yeah.
2: Well, well I, I gotta just assume that this was his shore leave, and that that meant that Cutler got to go when he, when he was done hibernating. Oh, maybe, maybe. Also, but, hibernating. What the fuck?
1: Well, they established yeah. a while ago that he does that.
0: Well, well, he's gross.
1: Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> okay, so one thing I'll give this episode:
0: you loved all the Flock scenes.
1: I do love that trip and reed got comeuppance for thinking with their dicks that's
0: fair it's riza that's what
2: you're supposed to do well i know but
1: it's like an enterprise of all shows to have someone like be sexually stupid and get caught out for it is shocking
2: well and refreshing okay but if they were two female characters who were stripped down and tied to a pole and left there would that have been cute and and a nice comeuppance like i kind of feel like it's fucked up it is fucked up that the, but like But it's
1: a, it's a classic sort of like yeah. scam that they fell for because they weren't thinking.
3: Yeah, it's very it but the thing is it, it's very for, cliche for is a that fuck you have planet, you have you have you know the male characters interacting all like hey, we're going to get our dicks wet. Yeah. And then they get and then they get wrong. So
0: Paul told us to Oh.
3: I thought the I mean whatever. I thought the shapeshifters were it's not necessary. Like they, could've they, could've just spent, just they could, could have been just been just sort robbed by ladies. those women. Yeah. Like, yeah well, that's Why did they have to be shapeshifters? I don't. Uh, that I don't know.
2: Uh, because two sci-fi. women were never gonna overpower two mighty men like Trip and Reed. Mm.
3: Now, the it. thing that I liked, the the tidbit that I liked the most about this episode, right? So we know that this is the farthest human beings have ever been from Earth. Mm. No humans ever and been to vegans. rise. But here's the thing, dogs have preceded humans to this part of space. Yeah, somehow. So I love the idea that, like, okay, humans are still getting out there, but some aliens... Oh, you mean
0: the the Chinese Crested? The
3: Chinese Crested. I so,
0: assume that was just an alien
3: no, dog. No, it's not an alien. It's No, it was a dog. They she, picked
2: a weird-looking dog she, so it could be an alien dog. She could Well, yeah, were, but that were, could have just been the universal translator I giving think, us the closest word no, that we have.
3: I choose to believe it was an actual dog that was, that, like, that dogs dog. The dogs are like one of earth's big exports that like
0: <laughs> oh, well that <laughs> certainly well, because, is well, realistic well, because think
3: about it like what a cool if you're an alien from an alien planet that doesn't have companion animals you know maybe you're all your animals are food animals or something the idea that like oh there's these animals that you can have and they'll just be your friends you know, they'll just live in your house, they'll be your friend, you gotta take care of them, you gotta feed them, you gotta clean up after them, but, but they're just like, they're just friends and they're soft and you can pat them. Like, what a fucking cool thing. If like So I'm sure some alien Vulcan, somebody was like, wow, dogs, that's an interesting thing. I'm gonna sell this. I'm going to I'm going to take, give me a bunch of fucking dogs. I'm going to sell this. We're spreading dogs throughout the galaxy.
1: And of course, cats have also spread because some just snuck onto a Vulcan ship one day. I don't,
0: I don't have a cat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just like, uh, who brought this on board?
3: It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) The second you have interstellar, it made me realize though that like the second we have interstellar travel and Mm -hmm. communion with other aliens. Rats are going to be rats and cockroaches are gonna be a galactic oh, yeah. pest. Well, that's not, we that's already,
0: why Odo's a rat wherever we go. Yeah, exactly. It's just everywhere.
3: It's like 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 Earth in the future, in Star Trek future is gonna be celebrated for its amazing biodiversity. But it's also going to be cursed because of all the fucking pests. Well,
1: actually, when you think about it. Everyone probably just exchanges all their pests. Right. <laughs> so there's like it's, like, it's like Earth has, still has rats and cockroaches, but now they also have some weird Vulcan pest you've never heard of.
0: Mm-hmm. And I this love and that. this episode. That would actually
3: be kind of
1: fun.
0: The the natural predator episode. I mean, tribbles, right?
3: Tribbles. Like that, tribbles, yeah, tribbles are, are fucking packed. everywhere. Mm.
0: I have more dog notes. Yes. So, Porthos's actor for season one, Prada, who is a boy doggie, and Tibbis, who played Rilo, worked together before on the movie Cats and Dogs. No kidding, Aww. that's funny. Also, this was gonna, this is Prada's last appearance because his stand in, Breezy, a girl beagle, uh, is going to take over pretty much from here on out. Um, they thought that she was the spunkier of the animal performers. She's also a girl, and so if they were ever con- like concerned about showing Dog Wang on the show, there was not going to be that happening. Well, and you
1: have repeatedly said you feel uh, Porthos' performance was lacking, and clearly the producers agreed with you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, we'll we'll see if I notice anything new about the dogs coming up because you know Breezy does sound like she's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. They do have to paint a spot on Breezy anytime <laughs> she's on on camera because it has to match Prada's spot. Right. And because you, apparently you either have to have a, a backup dog on hand or something. The new backup dogs, another girl dog named Wendy. Breezy
1: Breezy Windy. Breezy and Windy, I like it. That's and I cute. love them all. I also just love the idea of like, you know, it's 4 a.m., Billingsley shows up for makeup call, he's in one chair, Breezy's in the <laughs> other, getting her getting, spot getting spotted.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Puppies. Yeah. I mean, I... They really didn't have to do that. I wouldn't have noticed the
0: spot if they if they left the
3: spot on. People off. would have. Oh, known. I'm sure people would have, but they could have Especially
0: just... Especially, been... like, beagles have a very, like, the, uh, that very distinctive spot in the back. If you don't have that, you do look at it. Wait, so were you
2: saying off. that this week's Porthos was a different Porthos? No, this, no, this is, is
3: the, the same Porthos. Oh,
0: been... that's funny. Yeah, yeah, this is I was the last we're going to see
2: of Future the Porthos will be a new Porthos. Did we see Porthos in the next episode? No. Oh, okay. We we'll
3: see the next episode yet.
2: Wait. This is the first episode. Oh, oh right, 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 right. Just kidding. Sorry. Um. I was uh, moving ahead, apparently.
1: Considering how, like, prequely they love being, we're all very lucky they didn't give her a shaggy dog with a little unicorn horn. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh my god, that would have been so cute. I am so irritated, though, by the Archer plot in this episode.
0: Irritated in what way?
3: Well, because...
0: It felt unearned. It
3: felt like it made zero sense. Yeah, it didn't okay, really make like, sense. Like, like okay, how did so she this, know he'd be there? Right. So this woman.
2: So was she
0: a spy, or was she actually right, like, just know. this woman? She was a. No,
2: she was a, she, because her DNA was. Yeah, she, she but was. But was that just she, like a stroke of luck, or? She, But she was disguised as
3: another alien. Yeah. Well, like she, we
1: talked about how insane their espionage service must be, so like, she, this just run so I think heard, fits in with that. So
3: she heard. The, but what was her fucking
0: plan?
1: cuz she just get reads.
0: info from Archer. She doesn't get any
1: info. I well, demand he,
0: intel. He
1: rumbles the game so she has to fuck off. But
0: she drugged him. She could have just kept him.
2: It's <laughs> mm. and it's in Would you want to keep Archer? He no. sheds on the it's fucking furniture. but a good dog
3: Another 10 darren episode.
2: Well, it's probably really
3: could, fucking annoying. What
1: a
2: waste. Probably
1: cuz someone finally fucking realized it's dumb. It is dumb. It's, it's really like I like, like It's I said, a waste and dumb, it's two things. Yeah, like I said in fucking Detained. like just because he's met these people doesn't mean he knows anything. Mm-hmm. You should understand. Archer knows nothing. <laughs> you are like just crazy no. super spies. How do you not understand that just because you've punched someone, you don't know anything about them beyond what their jaw feels like? See,
0: but she was hot.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. They appropriate. Should've, it should have been. He should have rumbled her much earlier, mm. and then she should have knocked him out, and then he should have woken up tied to a chair and getting beaten and like
1: the and then di-
0: Malcolm and, and Trip both wake up next to him tied to chairs and <laughs> like oh what, is, what are you in for it all
1: dovetails it was all actually a huge Tendarin plan uh, bah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: except Hoshi she still just gets laid with her linguist friend
0: good for also, her this, this
3: I think this version of Risa does not jive with other versions of Risa. it
0: looks say. boring it looks really boring I wanted it to dull. see the rock climbing we never see it well we only see the inside of Archer's room really
1: well I will say, I'm actually kind of grateful we didn't see the rock climbing, because apparently it's a crazy shifting mountain.
0: I want to see the crazy shifting mountain. Yeah, but so it would like oh, right. yeah. have like shit, With yeah. good special effects. We wouldn't have had that. No.
3: Dang it. Yeah. Uh, it right. would have looked like trash. And this episode is directed by Dorn.
0: It was. Which, it was. Which, wow. Which I'm glad. We like, know like, how really? he feels
1: about Riza. He I mean, like, hates yeah. Riza. <laughs> Who the
3: fuck let him <laughs> near Riza again?
1: <laughs> but you know, it's, it's too... Here's the thing. Next, before this... Like, the, the next time we see Risa is in TNG, so it's like 200 years later. Mm. They just get wilder, apparently, is all.
3: You know what would have been a good plot for this episode, if they were doing a different plot for this episode? <laughs> if it, if it weren't just this. If it were a different episode. If they
0: still had budget You know
3: would have been a better is, episode? <laughs> is somebody, perhaps, read? Reed, so not trip for like, a change. Yeah, well, trip. Trip is doing his thing. Maybe he still gets laid or gets uh, kidnapped and, and tortured, but um, Reed gets recruited by <laughs> the two options by a time traveler to go hide <laughs> oh, some artifacts.
0: Son of a bitch! No,
3: and they go bury some artifacts.
0: That's together. a lower decks episode waiting to happen.
3: Oh,
1: but this would have been before lower decks, and actually been fucking clever. Yeah. Oh. <sighs>
3: And not make and make no reference to no. Captain's Holiday, but just, it's just yeah, just well, like not... just like just like because because Reed, Reed would love that. Oh, oh yeah. I get to engage in a in a dashing adventure. Yeah.
1: You know what it is? Here's what, here's what it is. Here's why Rice is so different in two hundred years. It's kind of like how if you talk to um, people in Ireland, a lot of the Irish are terribly annoyed because St. Patrick's Day wasn't a big deal in Ireland. But Americans kept going there, expecting it to be. Oh. So tourist traps started building it up. So now it's kind of become a thing there to make the Americans happy.
0: Is that yeah. like how didn't don't like um, Chinese restaurants in China not do fortune cookies? Oh, but, that's an American invention. But the, uh, but the Americans brought them fortune cookies yeah. and claimed they were their own. Well, yeah, fucking like culture. American
3: Chinese food is, is a completely different. Yeah, is, is like is like a. But I'm sure you can get it in China now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no,
1: there's actually. I, I did see a documentary once about sort of Chinese food in the United States. Mm. And they did mention that when uh, Chinese restaurants started importing fortune cookies, they billed them as the genuine American fortune cookie.
0: They're pretty tasty.
1: But yeah, so so what happens is humans start going to Risa and they, of course, like, they read about sex planet and they have a very different idea of what sex planet means than the rest of the galaxy. So over the years, they build it up and up and up, especially when the federation gets big. So it's really just been bigged up for the uh, humans. So it's
0: their St. Patrick's Day Festival. I see. I got you. Yep, okay. and wow, humans, humans ruined Risa. ruin Risa. Humans just everything. Yep. We do. It's what we do. Did y'all recognize Kayla?
3: No, That's but I, I looked
0: her up. Okay. I know who she was. Yeah, tell us, Jake.
3: She was Odo's spy uh, hacker girlfriend. Yep.
0: So, so it's, she's just always playing this role. She course, was first intimacy? Yes. She was another wow. character. She was also Hannah Bates in the Masterpiece Society. Oh, the one that I didn't, Jordy.
3: I don't remember that. And
0: we'll talk about Jordy more later. The one Ooh. that Jordy kind of befriended. Master
2: Hannah Bates.
1: But yeah, I, I saw it when I looked yeah. her I was like, wait, so she's already been in this part. Hold on.
0: <laughs> what the fuck, Enterprise? She's just always femme fatale. Yeah. But she looks so down to earth. Femme she fatale does.
2: sounds very Italian. It's a femme fatale. <laughs> Oh God! You broke Chris. <laughs>
1: I've had a lot of big ones this episode. You two have both been just getting me On repeatedly.
2: Fire. You didn't get to sleep last night, did you? No, I actually I'm very well. Is it the LSD I put in the tacos? Yeah,
1: There's LSD.
2: The a, a lot. So I don't know I th- why I
1: can smell time.
2: I think I peaked at Galactic Lampoon's Rise and Vacation, but <laughs>
1: that
3: was fucking I peaked at that time too.
0: Good. I came twice. Um, uh other actors this is very sadly the last we're going to see of cutler
3: oh, okay.
1: as uh kelly
0: waymeyer died halfway through season three uh, apparently oh so they could have had her they could have had her they more to, yeah so and they just, just, they sounds they just, just decided they not
3: to, to use her for yeah
0: it sounds like they meant season. to but then realized, it oh, killed her crap, now really nice can. guys I, I did
1: liked her. I, I it's funny though i i when she she woke up flocks i looked at caitlin and went oh wow it's you <laughs> Oh yeah. She does not. Has wake up Has it been forty
2: eight hours? Nah. Why'd you wake me oh, up? Oh, it's
0: you that, like, like, it's Caitlin. Yeah. It's she, not like oh, it's you, Cutler.
2: God, I, I was also uh, I was also hot girl too because she was like, yeah, I got lost on my way back from the lobby. <laughs> I was like, wow, this girl is me.
1: <laughs> yes, Caitlin does not wake
2: easily. And oh, we tried. We tried during. Yeah, you've seen it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we
0: tried. You're, we've you're introing while this we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> you're introing. You have to watch it. No, you can't make me.
3: Yeah, man, it's uh, cool. Hoshi had the best story of this episode. Hell yeah!
0: Yeah, and um, I liked that her little little boyfriend was just always just nice. Yeah. Like though he didn't have a stupid secret plot mm-hmm. like everybody else. He did. wasn't
2: trying to mind raper. Man, thank you. I liked his us... language.
1: It was weird. Mm. Caitlin recognized him from Swordfish.
2: Yeah, N twenty four. Yeah. He, um, He's German. He... Deutsch. Deutsche. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, all I liked. it. That was I was just about to say. Like that was the exciting thing about him for me was I got to recognize him because picking people out under weird makeup is one of my favorite things. Yeah, I found him cute. Hmm.
3: Our friend um, Mayweather forgot his name, like everyone does. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. When... My favorite moment. Yes, of the tell us. Is it when, was the best. Is when Flocks <laughs> wakes up and they say, "Ensign Mayweather is hurt or whatever," and he goes, "Who?" <laughs> I was like. So say we all. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, exactly. Poor
1: Mayweather. I like that, like, when he was fucking doped up, just everyone was captain. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: I, yeah I, so
2: here's funny. the thing.
3: Like, the, it was stupid and goofy, but I somehow liked Flocks better. Well, he's overall. not smug, for one thing. Yeah. That's true. You he can't like, only be smug he when brought, you're asleep. He, he, yeah, like, him... Like what a much more interesting character—a kind of bumbling, absent-minded, yet still somehow competent doctor would That's have just been. Just Barkley.
0: Yeah. If, 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 if Barkley if, was like, a doctor. Imagine if the Flock's
3: character was like Barkley's social graces, but a skilled, a skilled alien physician.
2: But didn't we already have that? Didn't we already have the EMH? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: no, well, no, because he was just he was just. Was just, an, all, he was just a jerk. Yeah, because he was also just, he was also a jerk. But like, I don't know. I just—they—they they gave Flocks some at least some semblance of a personality mm. in that, in his you know groggy drunken state or whatever.
1: And there is something weirdly relatable. We've all at some point
3: or other been like,
1: "I don't want to be up and doing this." Mm-hmm.
3: Like, I don't know. I think I think if they had gone, maybe not quite as goofy as they did here. Yeah, but no. if they had gone in that direction with the Flox mm. character from the start, I think I'd have liked Flox a lot more. And
2: if they had skipped that weird whole face smile shit,
3: mm. cuz as it as it stands now, almost none of the characters on Enterprise have much personality that are at least not interesting. Like I'd say Trip has some personality, Hoshi seems to have some personality. From time to time. Reed,
0: Reed, I think the point of Reed is that he doesn't have much personality. Yeah, well,
3: yeah, Reed just Which ex- is kind square. of its own
0: thing. I mean, he was kind of raised by automatons, it seems yeah. like.
2: Um, Archer, I just find more unlikable yeah, every week. Archer
3: is just kind of a jerk.
2: Well, because like we said, his whole his whole thing is like ultimate American. Yeah, and like,
3: he's always just such a jerk to Paul for no reason, which I don't like. Yeah, I was
2: surprised he wasn't like, yeah, you know, you should hang out with what's her name. She seems like she likes to shake hands and laugh. Mm. She made a joke. Yeah. What's her name? Mervek, Mervelar, Velar,
3: um,
2: Fianula. To,
3: to Paul, Good. to Paul has, you know, fine. To Paul's fine.
2: But she, yeah, she is, and that's um, her whole character. <laughs> You're right.
3: But yeah, She's a nice and bum. obviously, you know, they don't even give Mayweather a chance to have a personality.
1: Well, even like you know, you say it's sort of his plot, but it turns into Phlox's plot. He doesn't even get a full plot.
0: Oh, the Mayweather plot. Yeah. Yeah, because he's he spends most of it. Gasping. Suff- suffering from, from whatever uh not aphasia. Anaphylaxis.
1: Yeah. I I will say, like again, I know that the reason they fucked up is just because the Rice and Doctors have never met a human. But it was kind of hard to not imagine that back on Rice it was Dr. Zoidberg having treated uh, Mayweather. Mm.
0: <laughs> That's the thing, though. You'd think on a large planet, they would have a staff of doctors who could be smart enough to say, okay, we may not have seen your species, but now that we've given you this medication and it's gone wrong, so we know what we've done wrong, well, it so was... they can fix that.
1: Mayweather said he wanted to see Flocks, so...
0: Well, that's his problem.
1: Yeah, it's his fault.
0: Yeah, imagine wanting to see Flocks. <laughs> yeah, but then when you come back Sounds up wrong, and learn that... he's hibernating
2: try the Ryzen Hospital again. Well, it sounds like
3: the Ryzen Hospital poisoned him, so... Mm. No, they
2: just gave him something he was allergic to. They didn't know that. He didn't show up like, hey, I'm allergic to pineapple. Don't give me that. Uh, You know, like, when you go to a doctor, they say, like, oh, "Oh, do you have any allergies? And he doesn't know if he has any allergies because he's never had space codeine, you know?
1: Okay, the Hoshi plot was good, but it did have one of the dumbest scenes of the episode. Kiss? No, not that. Oh. That was cheesy. Yeah, it's like, what do you... uh, Well, we don't exactly have something exactly like this, other, but kind of like a strawberry. You mean a strawberry like you're fucking holding? Yeah. Oh, no. do you taste like a kiwi? Because it's a
3: kiwi! That's, that pissed me off to no end. Anyway. Like, why wouldn't you just say it tasted like something? that Like, why did she say it tasted oh, well, like a kiwi? It fucking,
2: looks like a kiwi, but it tastes at, like passion fruit. At least put some fucking consumable food
1: dye on the strawberry yeah, so it's a weird yeah. color. Pick a weirder fruit, Jesus, call it something else. the fucking sloth, and the... Ugh, The look of everyone... I
0: miss food cubes now. Me
1: too. In the sex club was like, if you just showed someone a still from this and didn't say it was from Star Trek, they would go, well, I don't know what it is, but it's from about, what, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 2000-ish? Like, everything about the aesthetic was so early to... There was no... Like, I'll give it this. Star Trek... uh, TNG has some of the dumbest civilian clothing in the history of the entire series. And obviously there's an 80s, early 90s influence there. But it's also clearly not just shit we got off a rack at Sears. Mm. Like, someone had to make it. Gah! I uh... did did
0: like the the (laughs) Tucker Hawaiian shirt from the first episode. Yeah, well, because I think... That was fun.
1: The Hawaiian shirt will not go away. There will always be (laughs) people like me, people like Trip, who will whip those out at inappropriate time.
2: Tom Paris. Oh, yeah, Tom Paris must love Hawaiian shirts. The fashion
3: is cyclical, so
1: I can see... Jiminy many fuckmas guys. That's how just how
0: cyclical is it? Have we seen like Renaissance style clothing come back, other than in a ren fair? No,
3: oh, no.
0: Well, Where's my cod piece. There, Damn it! I, I,
3: you
1: could argue that a lot of the like lacy collars and shit in the '70s maybe had a Renaissance influence. Um, That's the best I can give you.
3: Don't. Fashion is cyclical, to it. Although here's the thing: we've we have obviously achieved peak fashion. At this point. So, this is just what humans will be wearing forever. (laughs) Yeah, that fucking Ryzen Club was Mm -hmm. so fucking tame for a fucking Sex Planet Club. Where's the fucking naked girls dancing, eating butterflies? Okay? That's all I'm
1: asking.
2: That's true. That's
3: I was going to say, it can only go so far, but you're right. In the premiere, they
1: already did something weird. Yeah,
3: they had a way more fucking crazy, off-the-wall sex club in that episode than the one on Sex Planet.
1: I think it just really gets to my uh theory that they, they, they gin everything up for the humans over the course of the next two centuries.
3: You gotta be right, because yeah, it's rough. That's not really is the problem. I like how uh, Archer's door control was a horgon.
0: Yes, yes it was. I missed that. Oh
3: you know, yeah, the door the door like the, the light the, the the light switch plate was in the shape of a horgon. Which I thought was funny.
0: I have one final note I wanted to bring up. To Paul would never give Archer a gift. Clearly, it's a fake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the one thing I thought was funny about that was that cover looked like if Paramount had put out like a Wisdom of Sarek book you could pick up at Barnes and Noble. Like there was something about the the, the mm. typeface and the design. Like this looks like a novelty item that I'm shocked they haven't, frankly, already put out because they've already put out a bunch of
3: novelty, you know, Star Trek books over the years. Well, so here's the thing, right? It's it's. Was clearly an English translation of this yes, book. Yes. Yeah. That to Paul must have bought on Earth, presumably, because where else is oh, she going to yeah. get a bound copy of this book in English? That's a good point. So she How must. How long
0: have... has she been dragging this thing so around? So she's just
3: had she's just had this this English this book because she wouldn't own a, her personal copy Surely wouldn't have been in English. Yeah, I'm sure no, she that's
0: had. a good point. Hold
3: on, yeah. So she must have just had had this and is like, oh, yeah, I'll give it to somebody at some point. I don't know.
0: At some point, someone will need this. It is only logical.
3: Because they certainly aren't selling English language books on Ryza. Yeah, no, no. Very interesting.
0: Yeah, so somehow, even though we started off saying we're not going to have much to talk about in these episodes, we talked for quite a while while about these episodes. I have more to say. You do? Yeah. Nick, get get it out of your system.
3: Yeah, I just I don't know. I felt like there were a lot of blue balls. I had as, I had as much blue balls watching this as all the characters except, except for Hoshi had because like I don't. know, I just felt like 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 the the plots never really got resolved. They
0: were all like little tiny plots too. Yeah. It, it felt yeah. like that episode of The Simpsons, like some number like 52. twenty-three short films about spring. Yeah, like they're except, all just tastes.
1: But those are all fun. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like... I know they had to cut back a lot of the Archer story and that it never seemed to come together because I think I wrote down in my notes, which is over here, they were trying to do a To, t- uh, to Catch a Thief thing. Mm-hmm. I've never seen To Catch a Thief, Neither so I, I. I, I didn't get the reference. But I also know since, you know, it's end of the season, we, we don't have the budget for yeah, the kind of, of b- stuff we want to do on Riza with moving fucking
2: rock walls!
3: Or butterfly eaters. How the fuck did they pay like what are they using for money i
2: was wondering that too yeah, i said question. the exact same thing like especially because i don't know what ryza does for money anyway because it feels like you show up and you can fuck everything that moves and nobody ever talks about money a free
3: hotel room like are they, a, they just like like doing huge it hotel room?
2: exactly so like do the Risans just love sex so much that they are willing to just give everybody all the fucking they want for well, free. Well, there's also
0: like Archer goes to a restaurant, that restaurant on the boat which we also never get to fucking see, what that um Caleb recommended to him. Right. So he ate food. Like there's not there's more than consuming just the sex part. There's also like yeah. the stuff. Well, maybe I'm he
3: traded the, them
2: sex for the fresh I'm assuming, food. I'm assuming I'm
3: assuming the sex is free. Like I don't <laughs> think it's a prostitution plan. I'm assuming the sex is just like everyone there's just really uh,
2: free. yeah,
3: no <sighs> no inhibitions. So you just yeah they'll fuck anything that moves but surely these nice hotel rooms the the drinks uh, at the bar the restaurants the kiwi all this is <laughs> gonna cost be costing them a fortune so do they have to like trade some kind of commodity do they trade.
0: That's, yeah, because De-
3: deuterium for if different
0: lots of different people come to this planet, which all have probably different currencies. Yeah, is there an exchange, or do they just all all trade stuff?
1: You know what it is, when you first get to Risa, you actually enter through an arcade, and you play skee ball, <laughs> and you earn tickets, and depending on how good you are at skee ball, that's going to determine. How much fun you have on Risa? See, I bet you in orbit, just
0: have fun playing the ski ball.
3: (laughs) I bet you in orbit around Risa, there's just all of these ships of like skeevy traders that will trade you, trade you. uh, I'm thinking like a a Ferengi. Ferengi. I like it. Give me 400 Isotons of Dilithium, and I'll give you 40 Quatlu's Quasian (laughs) Quatlu's. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's something that's. You know, later Trek deals with it by just saying that, yeah, oh yeah, we don't really have money anymore, but surely money must still exist at this stage of the game. Maybe there's
2: like shiny pebbles.
3: And certainly places outside the Federation are going to have... And we know that the Ferengi were looking for gold press latinum, so at least some people are dealing with money. Hmm. Maybe that's where they... Maybe that's what they did. Maybe before they sent the Ferengi packing, they took... All of their Latin. There we go. There, you,
1: there They it stole is. all the Ferengi's then, like, latinum. Went
0: nuts at Rising.
1: Okay, I figured it out. Archer got there, and he just said, all right, so this is me, this is my crew. Uh, I'll just put it all on uh, the Vulcan Ambassador Earth tab. He said he'd pick it up. Uh. And then he gets a bill, and it's like the end of Home Alone.
0: Kevin! Except, Archer! You spent $3,000 on rump Vest. And kiwis. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, here's what it is. Earth actually doesn't have money at this point in history. So they all just, like, they, but they didn't realize, like, they don't have it in their in their psyche that other places do require currency. So they did. They just, like, they went to Rice, so they stayed in the hotel, they ate at the fancy restaurants, and then when they leave, the Ryzen, you know, Mater D is like, thank you so much for staying here in our sex planet, in our sex hotel, and eating at our sex restaurants. Here's your sexy bill. And Arch is like, uh... Just gonna run out to the car real quick, <laughs> and I'll be right back.
2: Port, port. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ! The image in Chris's head must be a good one. Oh, uh, has <sighs> Arvon got his head out the window, and ears
2: flapping. Yeah. Aww.
3: <laughs> All right, buddy, get your head in. We're about to lose atmosphere. Who no, <laughs> Earth is Earth is known for doing the. Uh, I was gonna say a bang and dash, but din dash works. <laughs>
2: oh, just.
0: Uh,
3: our version of enterprise is so much better.
2: Mm. Are, we, are
0: we good to segue yet? Can we do the segue, segue. now? Segue.
3: All
0: right. Abrupt segue. Hey guys, we've been talking about three episodes this week, but we still have a blog activity because I somehow filled out our you schedule fool. with blog activities, and we have to cover Jordi Laforge. Woo! No, just gonna be quick.
3: We're launch, all gonna have the same ones. Launch
0: straight in. I have lots of backups because I know you guys are gonna have the same one. I'm gonna go first. Go first.
3: Okay,
1: top take the, right.
0: Take the obvious one first.
1: Yeah, top. All oh, right, oh. top ones. Iborg Yep. Befriending Hugh Befriending and Hugh. convincing Picard to look past his trauma. Doing that clever shit with shadows and such in that one episode. In, um, Fuck, I had the title in my head earlier.
3: Uh, the, the one where he turns into
1: a monster. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That, that, that is yeah. Identity Crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah identity
1: crisis. when he like figures out, like, oh, wait a minute, if I remove this and that, and then I use this crazy vector yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah,
0: that shadow thing. That's right, that's, that's a good one. Cool. I like that one too. And
1: for
3: what it represents, the Geordie roll. Yes,
0: because <laughs> he are has. To... Which one do you mean?
1: Well, see, Is it the, the one in Generations? The
3: best one is in Generations, by far.
1: But just the idea that, it, to me, it represents, like, he's waiting to the last possible fucking minute till he leaves. He's gonna do his damn level best to make sure everybody is out
3: if he can. And that's good leadership. Mm-hmm. And if they're not out, i will shut the door. I'll go next. Uh, I also said, Iborg. Good one. Because, yeah, I think that's the best thing he's done. I'm gonna say, in, in kind of the same vein... His relationship with the Romulan when they were stranded on Gallandencor—that's what I was going to oh, say.
0: Considered that one too. In the enemy, our friend Bokra. Bokra, I that's love right.
3: Him. Yeah, and you know how they kept each other alive and kind of formed a tenuous friendship, and it was nice. Yeah. And then I'm going to say, you know, obviously there's myriad things we could bring up that were just like engineering feats because yeah, yeah. you know every episode basically is Jordy saving the ship. Be some sort of engineering miracle well once Wesley leaves true but I'm gonna say uh, one that stuck it's out to me Jesus. in particular was I believe and I hope I'm right I believe he was the one that figured out that we needed to shut that we needed to turn mm-hmm. it on and off turn it off and on again in order to fix uh, to purge the system of the Iconian virus and in, in contagion oh wow so I
0: couldn't tell you if the I enterprise
3: ever, uh... would have exploded. And he, so he saved that, and also that Romulan ship that was also infected by the Iconian virus. Mm. So yeah, if I'm wrong that it wasn't Jordy that came up with that, I apologize, but I remembered it being Jordy. That makes sense because
0: I remember they had to turn they had to turn Data on and off again because he was zap he got zapped by yeah, something. He got and zapped. Ooh, they turned the him off and on again, and then and then. Probably Jordy strokes his chin thusly and said, Wait a minute, this could also solve it, it, our other problem.
3: My beard hasn't
1: grown yet. This isn't that one episode where I have one.
2: <laughs> How about you, Caitlin? Um. Well, Jake stole my Romulan idea. That was a good idea. Say it again. Galornden Core. I, oh, really, I do something really else. like that episode. Galornden Core. Yes. Uh, that was a good one. I like that Jordy doesn't just bitch slap Data uh, when they're playing Holmes and Watson. <laughs>
3: His restraint.
2: Yeah. Sure. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, though. And man, I don't know. I probably Hugh as well. That's a good one. That's I much prefer one. Jordy when he's being friend. And I mean, not you can see it's literally at the top of my list. Creepy boyfriend. And that's the problem with LaForge for me is that like all of his weirdness kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So remembering the good stuff is harder.
0: Yeah, he's better in any of the friendships that he makes. Yeah. And any of the romances are really... like dude no Yeah. You, you should be alone
2: if you had
3: if there was a uh, like a buddy comedy star with featuring Hugh and Dr. Zimmerman and it was in Italy what the name of the sitcom would be Hugh E Lewis hey that was a that was
1: a
2: wow. trip that
0: was for a, a walk
1: a... <laughs> i'm not sure if good. the destination was worth it that but we a... took the trip
0: that was a desert crossing <laughs> you're up uh yeah, so you guys have picked my two top toppies because you know, I also do love the hue and the bulk rock. So I have a bunch of spares and well, let's let's go with figuring out how to get back to the right phase in the next phase with mm. Roe. Good, good. Which is a fun time and he does a good job being another phase. Uh, and also seeing as we brought up the girl the actress's name is Day or D D or Day Young, who played Kayla, mm. was also in the masterpiece essentially. Yeah, where Jordy used the planet's what something or other using his visor to solve the problem. And in ladies' uh, uh, society, in their masterpiece society, would never have had a person who had a, who had a visor. Mm. So I thought he got to one-up her pretty damn good.
1: That's right, he did. I forgot about that.
0: And I'm just going to throw in one more really nice moment because I do love this fucking moment so much. In insurrection, when he gets biological eyes and watches a sunset.
1: Mm. Yeah, that that, that great was nice. moment. Bad movie, good scene. Burton acts the hell out of it. Yeah, he does.
0: It's a good one.
3: I think uh, one honorable mention is going to be when he saves the ship in Booby Trap. That's another another good one. Speaking of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. That's a se- I, I figured that was a good segue <laughs> to the to the bottoms.
1: Bottoms, obviously. That whole shitty speech to Leah Brahms that time.
2: Which one? Uh, which, the one to the... She, which yeah, Leah yeah, Brahms?
1: The one to the trying. real one, yeah, where, where he he's like... he tells
3: her that, that she should love him because he's trying or something. Yeah, nonsense. where he's just... Yeah.
2: Why aren't you like my simulation? I did the worst thing a man could do and tried to be your friend.
3: Yeah, so I that, that... tried that to get in your
1: pants. Obviously, worst Geordie moment. Other moments... Not, not, not being a good boss to Barkley at first. You know, I know a lot of people were kind of in on that, but he especially as his direct boss and someone who, as we have established, is kind of awkward in certain kinds of social situations, maybe should have had a little more empathy for a guy who doesn't know how to people sometimes.
3: I'm going to counterpoint that, though, with that he does try. Like, you're right, like, he is kind of a jerk, but he, like, he makes an effort to not be a jerk. Yeah, fair enough. But... He could point, still. Point taken.
0: I'm yeah, gonna go I with like, that because
3: I don't have time to think of another
1: one.
0: Yeah, I love the. Oh, he made. He makes a uh, people on the holodeck. Jordy mm. shifting <laughs> cough, eyes.
1: Cough. Uh. Uh. And this one, not terribly serious, but still, Jordy. I know this isn't about fixing anything because the temporal prime directive has already been fucked. But you didn't have to tell Zephrim about the statue.
0: I had the same. That was my number three on my list because creeping out Zephrim Cochran was not a good move.
1: Yeah, like I get it. Everything's already ruined. It's about minimizing the damage as much as possible. Especially because I think finding out about the statue was what really pushed him over the edge to try to flee. Mm. So, come on, Jordy. <laughs> You're the adult in the
3: room right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, God, he was. Because he had Barkley, Riker, drunk Troy. <laughs> Oof.
3: That's just regular Troy. Um <laughs> So, I was, it was interesting. I really had a hard time... Thinking of like negative things that Jordy did. Well, really,
0: I st- thought you had a lot.
3: No, because he's actually like the more I thought of them, more I'm like, no, he's just
0: he's, he's just bad with women. Yeah, just,
3: and like, and that's why all three of mine yep. are times he was bad with women. Hey! Really,
2: when, they're,
1: when they're not writing him against women, he's one of the. Least offensive characters. Yeah. Problem yeah. is when they do write him badly. Oh my God. Or, um, or
0: women that, that are just like his friends. Like the woman yeah. in Identity Crisis. Yeah. Or the woman yeah. in Masterpiece Society.
2: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's not a romance thing. But when he's cooking up the Coco Onos, watch Oh, oh yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, go Run on, Or
3: when it's his fake alien mom. So the first one I'm going to call out is going back to Booby Trap. Mm-hmm. Oh. It is not Leah Brahms. It is his weird,
2: awkward date with... Yep. Chrissy, I want to say. That's yeah, the Cocoa not- owners, Yeah, the, for the twin, one of the. No, wait. There's no twins in. That's Voyager. <laughs> yeah, but he like takes her to like uh, beach, beach yeah. planet, and the, he has
3: like the, the the musician hologram. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's very yeah. awkward. And like that's not the worst. The worst of it is the way he reacts when she kind of like she very nicely, kind of like lets yeah. him Thank down. Thank you for the date, Jordy. I'll see you at work. And then he and then he kind of and then he just kind of acts like a little. Egh. Which I get it. He's disappointed that the date didn't go the way it went. But, but, you know, act act your age. And then he goes and he cries at Guinan about it. And it's not great. Not a great look, Jordy.
1: Yeah, no, whine in your room alone like a normal person.
0: Actually, whining to Guinan is a good move because Guinan puts puts you where you're at. Yeah.
1: She is also the best therapist
3: on the ship. (laughs)
0: Um...
2: Robar. I was going to say she was the only therapist on the ship, but I forgot (laughs) 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 about I completely oh. forgot about Troy.
3: <laughs> Who's my way So my next, my next uh, example of Jordy being weird with women is going to be Aquil. Good,
0: good.
2: Uh,
3: mm-hmm. When he fell in love with... Oh, like the voice recordings or like whatever? the recordings of someone who I think he thought was dead. Yes. Yeah. Turned out she wasn't dead, right? Oh, oh, no, was, yeah, no, she was very she, much alive. They banged. Yeah, oh, that's right, yeah. What? Yeah, so he fell in love with her based on her...
0: And she was a murder suspect. On her
3: recordings. Yeah, she was suspected of a murder. It turned out to be her dog. <laughs> um, yes, it did. Yeah, and then like yeah, and then the relationship again. It was kind of weird that that he then went on to have a, an actual relationship with her. And then I mean, it goes without saying, but I it will I'll say it again. Fucking the way he dealt with meeting real Leah Brahms. Oh yeah. I don't really have a problem, to be fair, with Hollow Leah Brahms. Like yeah, it's a little weird, but at the same time. Who hasn't fallen in love in there? To quote Jordy, I mean Riker. Riker's fallen in love in there. Janeway. Janeway's fallen Ooh, in love whoops. in there multiple times. Seven with her version of Chakotay. Yeah, like, like honestly, like it's the holodeck. That's what it's for. It's for fucking. Um, you
0: can't go to Risa. And
3: like and and yeah, maybe his expectation. Like, and I can understand. Okay, you've had this confusing relationship with a hologram version of this woman and then you're going to meet her in real life i can understand him having like weird emotions about that and like having to deal with his weird emotions about that where it goes really off the deep end is when she finds out about it instead of acting like an adult and dealing with the awkward situation or just just running away like that would have been fine too um
0: never see this woman again no, yeah, be like be fine. like she be like you have,
3: you're you're absolutely right. You caught me in this fucking uh, fucked up situation. I got to go. Yeah. Um he gets mad at her and tells yeah. her that she's a bitch yeah. because like he did this thing that that she felt was a violation, which it was. Mm-hmm. And he basically told her she sucks. And then I'll never get over how she then at apologizes. the end of the episode mm-hmm. in epi- the episode
0: apologizes mm-hmm.
3: to him
0: man wrote this and like
3: yeah it's the worst it is it is it is bad so bad and jord and like really it's tainted my entire perception of the geordie character because like i say other than those three like examples of of like him just being weird and awkward with women which it's fine he's an otherwise very competent engineer a good person a good friend compassionate
2: well well well, what, you know. well I mean how about that time he was really shitty to Scotty just because Scotty was, you know, old the last generation. I don't think he was shitty yeah. to Scotty. He Scotty kind of... was getting underfoot. Yeah, he was kinda of shitty He got to Scotty, a little though.
1: short with him, but I, I get it.
2: Wow, y'all are the worst. That was one of my bad Jordy moments. Well, you can
3: make that a moment.
2: It is it is good good um
3: he should respect his elders
2: that leah obviously and um the fact that he installs the broken emotion chip and data yeah. seems like a bad call am i wrong when does he do i it? mean
3: data data tells him to
2: data yeah tells him, but look, when, still is this in generation in generations. yeah oh, okay
3: but yeah i agree with you
2: i mean at least like
1: i guess it is data's choice but i don't think he tries very hard to talk him out of it he's like are you sure this is a
3: good idea data and data's like yes oh okay all right right. here we go down the hatch
1: well no no, they had to open the hatch Mm. first
0: yeah yep so i also had just a lot of just every everything in galaxy's child but i have a couple extras let's go with getting everyone sick in the naked now Mm. by touching shit on that on the Tchaikovsky? Whatever it was called.
1: Tchaikovsky? I, I forgot he was uh, Patient yep. Zero, or at least the Enterprise They, they, they just Zero. wander
0: in, fucking, no, no, naked time, they were at least in suits and the guy had to remove the glove to get Which infected. Which was
1: fucking stupid. It was still
0: stupid, but they didn't even have any protocol in yeah, no, yeah. fucking TNG.
1: So really, I mean, really that's on several people. Riker, oh, or Picard maybe
3: should have been like, has
1: that
0: suits? Why is everything ice in there? Put on some gloves.
3: Correction, sir. That's blown out.
0: Yeah. And then he spends most of that episode whining about how he has a visor, which is a little uncomfortable.
1: That's true. That, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm also going to give him some guff for making so much fun of the fucking pack Mm. in Samaritan Snare until they fucking kidnap his ass and he's stuck with them.
1: Yeah, that, that, again, unfortunate episode. He gets kidnapped a lot. He does get kidnapped a lot. (laughs) Poor fucker.
0: Yeah, speaking of getting kidnapped a lot, let's just let's throw this on the list because why not? Getting fucking Manchurian Candidated and using his be- being Manchurian Candidated in the mind's eye to kill a fucking ma- a Hollow O'Brien. I mean, yeah, but
1: everyone kills O'Brien. Everyone gets yeah, one. A- everyone everyone kills gets killed O'Brien
3: once. But also. I wasn't, like, I thought about that. I thought about his being Manchurian Candidated, but at the same time, like, he didn't. I he mean, couldn't that help that. A, yeah,
0: well... He got Manchurian Candidated. It's, it's it, it, still it. a bad moment for him. Sure, it's a,
3: it's a, it's a low moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would enough. you
0: prefer I swap it with my other one?
3: Getting Sorin'd? The other time he gets kidnapped and... and oh, and no,
0: fuckered. I didn't have that one. I, I had, uh... Chasing down Harry Kim and Chakotay and timeless. I
3: thought of that one too, but it, but I was thinking about like I don't know if that's a good moment or a bad moment because in the end he
0: kind of lets them get away.
3: Like he do, he like he kind of he does his duty by chasing them down, but he he could he have fails. stopped this. He fails, but it seemed kind of like it was like a gentleman's agreement between him and Chakotay that no Chakotay, don't don't fuck with time, please stop.
2: Willy
0: Wonka?
3: Yeah.
1: That's kind of what I was thinking Yeah.
0: Well, we're going to fuck with more time next week. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, we is are. it time for a temporal cold war? It, it
0: is, is time for our season one finale and yeah. season two premiere.
1: Yeah, so it is Shockwave parts <laughs> one and two. And this season uh, couldn't,
0: could have been shorter, and I wouldn't have minded.
1: Yeah, maybe they could have spent more money on the okay episodes and made them good episodes.
0: Oof.
2: I'll believe it when I see
0: it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we won't, except maybe an alternate timeline. This
2: has
3: been a rough season of Trek.
0: Yeah. You know how during Voyager, when it was going by so fast, I was
2: like, oh no, Voyager seems to be going by so fast.
0: This one, I'm like, go faster. Yeah.
2: Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's because Voyager was so enjoyable. I really liked Voyager. It's it's
1: still at least not TAS.
3: Yeah. Now, I think there's going to be an interesting question here. Is season one of Enterprise worse than season one of The Next Generation? no Ooh,
0: let's talk about that next week. Keep that keep that uh little little poll handy for next week. Mm,
1: yeah,
3: I'll keep my pole handy. So yeah, we're gonna oh. talk
1: about those. We're gonna do our tops and bottoms. Well, our tops and bottoms of uh <laughs> Enterprise season our, one.
2: Eh. These yeah. are okay, I guess. Trip's probably my favorite bottom in the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So look forward to that. As always, follow us on the Facebook and the SoundCloud and, most importantly, the Tumblr.
0: I'll probably add more Geordie moments because we had a lot of overlap.
1: Yeah, yeah, so much. So, yes, thank you again for joining us. This has been Chris.
0: This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin.
3: And this has
0: always been Jake. It's true. It's not true,
3: actually. Uh, Oh, that's actually true. It it isn't true. What? (laughs) Because I haven't always been Jake.
1: That's true! That's I know right. it's true. I forgot until right now. This
0: is very weird.
3: Yeah, I well, think you told the story on the podcast. I
0: don't know if you told the story on the
2: podcast because oh. Caitlin doesn't seem to know it. Well,
3: she might have just forgotten.
2: That's correct. I probably just forgot. I, I wasn't born, Jake. I became Jake. You're gonna. Cut, <laughs> I was born in long. the shadows, but you, David. <laughs> Fuck, <run. laughs> now I got to keep it. David, now you have to keep it because that was gold. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> did screw the pumpkin. You put a screw in a pumpkin.
2: What a uh, weird man. <laughs> don't
0: judge.
1: Well, now I know what's going after the credits.